and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here. A lot of things to cover. We'll try to cover them for you. On the other hand, we might get bogged down in, in trivia. Minutia. Known to happen here. <laughs> you know, we just get off on a, you get off at the exit and we just can't find our way back on. It's happened it's more than once, hasn't it's, it? It's tough. It's tough to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got a list. I'm checking it twice. You tell me which one of these are naughty. Which one might be nice to start off with? Here we go. Right. Joe says no to Trump. Joe Rogan, that is. Um, it's all on the line. No tomorrow. Backs against the wall. And it all starts in North Carolina. Uh oh. Oh, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Um, leave Asheville alone. <laughs> or, <laughs> shut up. Or. It's Pat. Uh, let's do the uh, Joe Rogan versus Donald Trump, the war of words, because I do. I, I'm enjoying this a lot. I don't think it's a war. I don't think it's a war. <laughs> I think Trump thinks it is, but I don't think anyone else does. Oh, it's not because because uh, you know, yeah, I'm not a I'm not. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I, I I know of him. I mean, I get it. He's he's carved his thing. He's got it. Okay, and uh, I. I think he's pretty smart here to just draw the line and say, I am not putting Trump on my podcast. I'm not giving him any kind of stamp of approval here going forward. Irrelevant to whatever he said in the, and I don't know whether he's been a half Trumper. But sometimes he is, sometimes he is. And I think he, he kind of played both sides of the fence, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what he did? Yeah. Uh, but this is a time to get off the fence. Okay. This is a time to get off the fence. And, if you want to jump in with him, okay, you want to go all in with him, go ahead, run for office for secretary of state somewhere and say you're going to overturn elections and you're in with Trump. The rest of us, I guess Joe Rogan is now a the rest of us is saying, no, not this time. Uh, what is it? Fool me. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on me again and again and again. Whatever. What, not going to get fooled again. That's what it is. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, President Bush. Thank you, President Bush. Um, and, and that's kind of the, you know, and I know, we all, we all know that at one level, Trump is completely through. He's done. He's cooked. The only place that he isn't cooked is in the minds of that, that shrinking group of crazy people, I don't know what else to call them, um, who just don't live in a fact-based world. And that's a lot of people, but it's not a majority, and it's probably not even a majority of Republicans, actually. But we just get, but it's enough if he decides to run, he, the nomination is his to have. I'm not quite sure it is anymore. Um, he's, he's so desperate. He's so desperate that he thinks, apparently, that by declaring himself to be an official candidate for 2024, that that buys him some kind of immunity from prosecution by the Justice Department for everything he has done uh, up until now. 
to here's the update to... uh here's the update of the story that uh the, pre the former president has said that uh lion joe rogan doesn't want me on his podcast he has asked me wait, more than wait, once wait, 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 wait. wait brit brit he has he has he has asked... the use of the word lion you can't use the word lion in front of everybody's name you can't <laughs> do it it doesn't work that's hearing the, hearing, here's the the statement from the former president hearing that lion joe rogan doesn't want me on the no. podcast he has no. said he ha he said he has asked me on more than once to have me on. This is a terribly written. He said he was asked more than once to have me on. Lies. He asked me many times, but I said no. He would be lucky to have America's greatest president as a guest. It would be record setting and a smart business move for Spotify. Lion Joe would rather have the second rate president like gutless Ron DeSantis. On his low-rated show, that is a war, Brad. It is a war between Donald Trump and Joe Rogan. No, 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 Britt. It is a war between Donald Trump's two ears. <laughs> no one, no, no one is is fighting it. We don't even have to go through the uh, how should we say misstatements. Who is he called? Who is he called lying before? He used lying a lot, didn't he? Lying Joe Biden, or is it just sleep? I can't remember. He's called everybody lying. Ted Cruz. Everybody's lying. Lying, of course. Everybody's everybody's <laughs> lying. And, and you know what? It, it, it is kind of perfect to, to throw that on the pile because, um, and again, we're you know we're we're treading old ground, but we're trying to grow some new flowers uh, out of the ground here. But I know that going back probably to 2015 when the campaign started through 2016 during the campaign. We asked how many different times, how many different ways. Okay, so let me get this straight. Everybody lies, and only Donald Trump tells the truth. So you're going to vote Correct. for Donald Trump. You're supporting him because everyone who has ever spoken, everyone is, everyone's lying, and he tells the truth. And as you know, a lot of people actually believe that. They, they believe that this was a martyr, that this was some kind of Jesus Christ figure that had been crucified his entire life when all he was trying to do was be a good citizen, uh, make a little money, uh, spend a little cash, have a few broads, and now he's going to save the country. And you're lying about him. And I and, and, and this, is, uh, this is just the latest. So now, and, and th there's another version of his famous, they begged me for a job within mm -hmm. there, right? Joe mm -hmm. Rogan begged me to come on his show. So now, of course, that's the answer to he doesn't want him on now. As if, by the way, let's just, again, pretend for the sake of the art. Let's say Joe Rogan actually did at some beg Donald Trump, which I don't know Joe Rogan. I don't think he begged. But let's, let's pretend that he did. Is it not his right to now say, I would not like to have you on the show anymore of course it is so it's not a this is just this started off as too stupid to talk about which is why we're talking about it and we're going to go to a few more too stupids to talk about today because there are a lot of them <laughs> there's um, a bunch of them right but again bottom line joe rogan has the right to have anybody he wants on and he's had some cranks on there but think about it donald trump too much of a crank and too much of a danger to the country for Joe Rogan to uh, put him on. Because the, the Rogan technique, if I'm not incorrect here, is no matter what kind of a crank you are, whether it was about COVID or, or anything, is he would have you on, let you talk, 
And then he would distance himself from your views just enough, just enough to say, well, that wasn't me talking. That was so-and-so. And, of course, the answer to that was, well, you gave him the form. All right. Mm. That's true. That's what he does. But in this case, he's drawn the line and said no to this particular crank. Thank you, Joe. I uh, I, I think the, the Joe Rogan, I think the, the general milieu of that show is that he and his libertarian buddies who watch the show, they know they know what's going on in the world. And the rest of you silly-headed idiots are just the biggest dumbasses in the world. Everybody's overreacting at stuff, and we're all losing our minds. We're all losing our minds and we're losing everything because we can't make jokes about black people like we used to. So we've lost a great deal of our cultural identity. If we could only do that, things would be great. Right. But so fit this into that kind of thinking. This is too far. This is too much. This is not helpful to our program, to our popularity, to we don't need this anymore. And that could be the other reason people who used to use Trump to, quote, get ratings, unquote, they don't need him anymore. They don't want him anymore. That's that's kind of a signal that it's over, isn't it? I, I would like to think so, but I don't I don't never think it's over until it's over. Not I with know. that guy. I, I understand. I, I, I've seen I've seen enough uh, Freddy Krueger movies and and things like that. So they're never dead. I know they're. They're never dead till they're dead. All right. Thank you, at Joe. Least, Thank at you, at Joe. least David Koresh and Jim Jones had the sense to die. They're dead. You know, at least for God's sakes, they're they're cold. I look, my, my favorite part of that is uh, that he wants to have a second-rate president like gutless Ron DeSantis on his low-rated show. I mean, say Wait what you want already, to. Wait, yeah, DeSantis is already president? He's already president. He's a second-rate president. president. Yeah. And, and well, by well, the way, uh, Joe Rogan's – Low-rated show. It's the number one podcast. I'm sorry. As much, if you, wait, wait, you hate him or don't wait. hate him. But, Britt, he, he, he's supposed to say he would uh, rather have a second-rate governor like yeah. Douglas Ron. Not a second-rate president. It says it right there. You may as well Capital. say a second-rate president like Britt Whitmire. No, you're not president. Neither no, is I'm not. Capital P, president. There it is. You know what? Is that is that the all-time Freudian slip? Is that the all-time self-own <laughs> Wow. And a new nickname for Ron, Ron DeSantis. He's gutless. There you go. But he's president. But he's yeah, also I'd president. Rather be gutless and president he's a second rate. Than, 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 than a has-been ex. As pre- All right. Um, while, we're, while we're doing the too stupid to talk about. Sure. And uh, if, if that's a nothing, uh, this would be less than a nothing, which is, and we're now going to talk about someone that my guess is, that uh, if you're listening to us or you're watching us, 99 out of a 100 of you do not know this name. Okay, <laughs> so we we suck we suck for bringing this name up. Um, and I saw this story Monday, and it was from <laughs> over the weekend. And I said it's too stupid. I can't believe it. And naturally, Britt, who didn't know that I thought that, decided he had to start a text message chain with John the Catholic and me. And he, he took the bait. You took the bait by by doing that. You do realize that. All right. Now, of course, I pretending to be above the fray, (laughs) I said, it's too stupid to talk about, but don't worry. We'll talk about it now. And here it is. So now is a Buck Sexton 
was this guy like an army guy who became a talk show host? Where, where did he come from? What's his deal? I, I, was, it, one of those, I, I, was he one of those military guys who's on Fox all the time, and the next thing you know, they've turned him into a talk show host? Who is he? I think he was anointed by the Glenn Beck camp. I, he, I think he had his okay. own thing on the, the Blaze, and now he's one half of the team that's replaced Rush Limbaugh from noon to three okay. on radio stations across America. All right. I got it. I got it. All right. So so he makes some uh, offhand comment, which, again, um, talk radio is – is is all about offhand smart ass fuck you comments about everything that's what it lives on um and he starts talking about Asheville he's been in Asheville and he notices that uh, people there are still wearing masks and uh, it's still a thing and uh, suddenly he 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 goes off on them he goes off on them here's the story um he says there's a higher percentage of mask wearers in Asheville than back in Manhattan. What's going on here? And then he tweets out that uh, some of these stores, quote, still require masks. And that the city is the same kind of lefty place as Berkeley, Boulder, Northampton, Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Um, and off we go. So, Britt, this is a uh, Twitter battle. Twitter battles don't really exist in the world, do they? <laughs> no. no. They, they, they don't exist. They only exist to the level of they're paid attention to and they gain enough traction that they become newspaper articles and wire service stories, and then they start to circulate. And then the person gets the viral hit, the uh, viral serotonin that they so desire. The employer of Buck Sexton, iHeartRadio, they, I saw they, they put out a, a statement saying the most viral thing on Twitter this weekend was our own Buck Sexton. He was talking about Asheville, North Carolina. You know what? Who cares? You, nobody's telling you, you know, you can like Asheville. You don't have to like Asheville. I'm personally glad there is an Asheville. I'm glad that within North Carolina, it isn't all, uh, you know, tra trailer park, right wing trash that's uneducated and has no clue about anything. It's not all that. And Asheville is kind of proof of that. Um, I, I love that. But I love that his idea of, in his proof of liberalism is people wearing masks. Oh my God. Oh, that's terrible. What's going on? People wearing fucking masks to protect themselves, which has nothing to do with him or his enjoyment of anything. But that proves that somehow they're lefties like they are in no, Berkeley. Britt, when someone else wears a mask, it hurts you. You know that. And there's it's plenty. Painful. There's plenty of liberal places in North Carolina: Boone, Chapel Hill, Carborough. But geez, they're all over the place. Holy shit! Uh, Mr. Sexton is from New York. Uh, of course, he is still on Fox a lot, and his bio says he is a political commentator and national security analyst. Aren't we all? <laughs> Think about it. Uh, he wrote a book last year uh, and a blog post that says it's time to open up the school, stop wearing masks outside, and everyone at low risk should start living normal lives. How radical. Oh, oh, he was the only one that ever thought that. Oh, my God. Where does he get it? Facebook flagged that post, and PolitiFact rated his statement false, reporting that experts at the time were urging mask use and were not encouraging people to return to normal. This was in February of 2021 
Okay, so that's a, that is a long time ago. So he was uh, early on on. Uh, but okay, so wh- where does this this goes nowhere? This means nothing. I don't know. It's this could, this could take this could take, take Asheville down. I see property values uh, plummeting. I see people moving out of the city. It's just not. It's not. It's going to be disastrous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not for it. I was at the I was at the doctor this morning, and uh, you know they've they've eased up a lot. You know they used to have a line. They used to screen you before you could even get into the area yeah. where you would uh, uh, talk to the receptionist. They would screen you. Now that's gone. And all they hand you is uh, one little sheet of paper with with five questions, just asking if you've been vaccinated. That's it. That's all. And then um, they still have everyone inside that doctor's office wearing masks. Now, why doesn't Buck Sexton attack every doctor's office in America? Because for the most part, that's the way it is In, in, in medical facilities. You're still supposed to wear a mask, and you do most of the time, and it's not a big deal, and you just do it. And 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 I just can't engage with him. I just can't believe there's a litmus test for masks, and I can't believe that he's the one that's throwing it down. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. What if we have ten masks per one thousand? You're not liberal, but if there's twenty, you are. I mean, how stupid is it? You can't. I I can't. I can't chase this. I have an idea. I have an idea, and this goes back to the old smoking issue, which is. you know, there needs to be an airline that is all smoking for the smokers to keep them happy, right? Because we're sick of it. We don't want to. Yeah. But, okay, the smokers have a right to smoke. So let them all smoke together. Let's have one smoke. For, so uh, uh, how about this? How about a hospital where the people who work in the hospital don't wear masks? <laughs> you don't, you're sure. And never. No, never. When you have heart surgery. Yeah. Don't wear a mask. Open heart surgery, right. and there's a, a doctor leaning over. Or there's a kidney transplant no or anything. Just no, just no mask. Just no. That's good. No mask. Oh, but in, in liberal well, places like San Francisco, those doctors are gonna be wearing masks. But in Dallas and Nashville, we're gonna be just taking those masks off and raw dogging that shit. Right. Right. We may be spitting. Okay. In fact, we're, we're gonna dip some skull. We're gonna spit some chaw and tobacco into your leg while it's open there. How's that sound, pal? Deal with it. All right. Uh, here you go. It's Pat. Oh, Lindsay, or uh, it's all on the line, no tomorrow, uh, backs against the wall, and it all starts in North Carolina. Let's do that one. It all starts in North Carolina. I do want to hear what you got to say about this. Okay. Well, um, I want to I kind of uh, expand on you know, what we've been talking about the, the last couple days, and, and this has to do with uh, this uh, independent state legislature theory, because in, in fact, the lame ass newspaper that gets thrown on my driveway every day, yeah, you know, they don't. It doesn't get edited. It just kind of occurs. It just it's just there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, don't pay attention to it. Um, I mean the front the the front page story. It wasn't news. It was about a person who was the host of PM Magazine 30 years ago, this woman named May Kay Beeler. Sure. I swear to God. And she's she's my age. She's 67. She has a son who's, I don't know, guy's in his 30s. And uh, apparently they're stunt. He's a stunt pilot, and she's a wing walker. She walks out on the wings of airplanes. Okay? Oh, wow. Now, first of all, you have to be like my age to remember who the fuck this person is. 
or even give a shit, and I still don't give a shit who she is. No, number two, <laughs> number two, it is half of the front page today, and yeah. it's at best a you know life section feature thing. It's not a news story. That's the newspaper. All right, but I digress. I could do that every day, but I but I won't here. So we, uh, but they threw into the paper today uh, what the Supreme Court is going to do in the next term, and they left out the most important thing of all, which is the uh, North Carolina originating story about the independent state legislature that the Supreme Court is going to decide on. And and maybe because I described it that way, it sounds too fucking boring. So America can't handle boring, even if it's uh, about their entire life and about the democracy of the country. The case will be called Moore versus Harper. And here's the game. Here's the game. This is why the U.S. Supreme Court sadly, has lost respect and unfortunately deserves to lose respect because of the disingenuous fucks who inhabit it for the most part, including the Chief Justice, John Roberts, because it was John Roberts who just three years ago, three years ago, said, and he led the the, uh, decision about gerrymandering, where he said, you know what? The federal courts have nothing to say about it. We got nothing to say. Mm-hmm. This is for the state courts. This is for state courts to get involved in. This is not a federal issue. <sighs> okay. All right. So here it is three years later. Three years later, and they take a case that, if decided in the direction that Republicans want, which is likely to happen. Those state courts that John Roberts said would be the ultimate arbiters in each of the states over whether the gerrymandering that's done, the redistricting that's done, is fair or unfair. He's now saying, if he decides on behalf of Moore, which is the uh, side that's uh, trying to make this independent state legislature theory a real thing, He's saying the state courts now have nothing to say. They have nothing to say over whether a legislature decides to change the terms of an election, the way the votes are counted, whatever the fuck the legislature wants to do in a state. They're the ones that are going to rule, not the state courts. But wait, Chief Justice Roberts, you said three years ago that it would be the state courts that would do this. Oh, well, I didn't mean that. Oh, wait, excuse me. I just lied. I just wanted to open the way for the majority of the legislatures in this country, which happen to be controlled by Republicans, to have completely unquestioned and unchallengeable power to decide how the districts are drawn so that uh, if you have a state, I believe it's Alabama right now, or it's either Alabama or Mississippi, and uh, I think it's Mississippi that has like 30 or 35 percent black citizens. OK, and they have, I think, seven congressional districts of those seven. Only one, only one has a black representative or maybe it's two and they want to try to squeeze it down to one because 30 percent. Is not the same as six out of seven, is it? No, no. It's closer to two out of seven, right? 
But if it, the if the uh, Supreme Court has its way, whatever they want to do in Mississippi, that's just fine. You just do it. I mean, it's completely going to uh, alter the future of the country. It really, really is. It's going to lock in everything that uh, you and I probably hate about what's going on right now in in perpetuity. Um, this is it. I mean, the Republicans will be controlling the election machinery in in each state. It, it's it's just the worst idea ever, and just because of the way I'm talking about it, it's just too boring. It's too boring for America, right? We can we can get we can get into some idiotic coach praying at in at, at the fifty yard line. I want to argue about that down at the bar cuter. at the VA with my that I can get into. But independent state legislature, you know, they give it this bullshit name, this totally Orwellian bullshit name that that just doesn't mean anything. Uh so that it, it sounds like it's something, and it is something. It's a it's a real threat to to everything, and uh, I don't know I don't know how it's going to be uh, I don't know how it's going to be fought back against, but it it has to be it has. Well, to no be. no doubt you've been re- you've seen the New York Times story from uh, over the past few days about how the radio talk show hosts continue to peddle the big lie, and they had it came complete with clips, right? They had some great audio yeah. of that whole situation. I was gonna, I was gonna throw that in when we we're talking about fuck sex, a uh, buck sex. <laughs> so it's the people who who are it's now projection as they continue to set themselves up perfectly to cheat in in elections. They're accusing the Democrats of doing nothing but cheating. The Republican Party is is setting themselves up beautifully to cheat all absolutely. over the place. Absolutely, absolutely, and and um, this has been repeated so much down to the point where and i don't know what the percentage of americans who believe now that there is no and this is essentially what's being said that if a democrat wins a race wins an election that was the result of cheating only it's not possible for a democrat to win without cheating so Therefore, I, Mr. Republican, I, Mr. Talk Show host, I, on behalf, are determined that our elections have integrity and that we do everything we can to make sure that that cheating is not allowed to happen. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to take away. (laughs) I mean, again, it. It sounds crazy, and I'm thinking I'm crazy just by by saying what they say, but they say it with a straight face, and um, you're right. I, I did read the piece. And I don't think I don't think a Republican has ever been responsible for anything. I think if you're ever in a wreck with a Republican, it's totally your fault. I think if a Republican loses their job, it's not their fault that they were fired. I don't think that there's anything that they've ever been responsible for that's ever been their fault. Do you? Well. This goes back. This goes back to to health insurance and Obamacare and the rest. Remember, Republicans never get sick. They they they, they have no need for health insurance apparently, or if they do, their health insurance plan and their is great. They never have any issues with them. Everything is paid on time, no question. 
it, it just doesn't happen. It, this only happens to liberals and Democrats. And that's why liberals and Democrats want a big government takeover of health care. That's the phrase they used to use. And they still use it. Big you know, government takeover of, of health care. Um, it's never it's never anything is it's never, no, never they've stopped. never lost an election they've never in their lives lost an election they've never like they've, they've never lost a job it's always been the fault of some brown person or black person that was the jesse helms thing from all those years ago you you wanted that job but they had to give it to a black <laughs> i mean that set the stage that's been 30 years ago and that still yeah, rings it, true it sounds, beautifully. it sounds funny now it I know, but, but it's not. It's, it's it's the platform. It's the fucking platform of the Republican but, Party now. Britt, one of the cases, one of the cases. I guess it's a it's a two tracker. It's two different things. I don't know whether it's combined into one or not. I, I don't have it in front of me here. But one of those cases that's going to be decided in the next term of the Supreme Court is all about um, the use of affirmative action in college admissions, and they've picked two schools and two different cases to rule on. I don't know whether they're going to be ruled together or apart. They're, they've used Harvard for private schools and the University of North Carolina yeah. for for public institutions on whether uh, race can be used at all, at all, in deciding um, who will make up your, your, uh, your freshman class, which eventually gets back to the Jesse Helms commercial. You could have had a slot at that university, but they had to give it to a black person. There's never been a Republican that's ever failed to get into a university. We're always screwed by some Chinese person or some black person or some brown person. It's never well, been see, their fault that they didn't get a good but, enough grades see, but, or a good enough SAT score. Well, but here's, here's you know, there, there, there are a lot of issues that surround that, including um, Asians who are saying, I think, for the most part, not all of them, I don't want to do a, a group thing here, but because uh, many Asians score better and yeah. do better academically, yeah, uh, they want affirmative action uh, ideas tossed out for the, for the opposite reason yeah. that white racists who want affirmative action talk you know, tossed out. White racists think that uh, they're not getting a fair shake because dumb white racists should be able to get in over uh, people they consider inferior to them, a, a black person who may have scored 10 points lower on the test. Meantime, Asians are saying, there's so many of us who do so well, you're squeezing us out because we do too well. And we don't want half of Harvard's class of uh, 2029 to be Asian. They don't want that. So they, they don't allow as many in as should be based on the numerical academic standards. So if you can if you can find a path down the middle of that one, please call me. Let me know how you how you do that. It's a it's a tough one. But, um, you know, the status quo. Um, which is at a place like Harvard. A very high number of percentage-wise, of the student class will be Asian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, may, it won't be 50%, and the Asian population of the country is only a couple percent at best. So if it is 15 or 20%, that's, that's a lot higher than they're represented in the population. I don't. And they're saying that's not good enough. That's not fair. 
So think about that. <laughs> I don't know what the population uh, percentage is for Asians in America because I can't do math as well as they can. Thank you. Right. 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 Uh, it's, <laughs> but here, now here's the good news. Since college has now been declared to be complete bullshit and it doesn't matter anymore, Republicans hate college, I thought. Because yeah. it's a waste of time and it's just a bunch of liberal bullshit. Unless it's like if it's, liber- if it's if it's like Liberty or if it's that stupid place, if it's Hillsdale or someplace like that, it's fine. But every other one sucks. Uh, in fact, I believe uh, Liberty Hillsdale. Uh, I don't know if Bob Jones University is okay anymore. Oral Roberts, Dallas Baptist. These are the approved ones. Maybe Brigham Young, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, down in Florida, uh, DeSantis, of course, now wants to knock out tenure for professors. It's the end of that. And he wants a viewpoint diversity survey given to students and faculty. In other words, uh, what are your politics? We want to know. Wow, that, that certainly sounds like personal liberty to me. On a that's yearly basis, on a yearly basis, you would have to declare like what your politics are. That's what he wants you like to write down. It's going to be in a file or on a server somewhere. You have to declare what what are my politics. <laughs> DeSantis has said he wants to prevent Florida's colleges and universities from becoming quote hotbeds for stale ideologies. Yeah, too late. Oh, in other words, we, we need to knock out all those stale ideologies to make way for independent state legislatures correct and important new ideologies like that correct wow <laughs> wow uh, DeSantis is a very dangerous man a very extremely oh, dangerous is. guy he is you know you know he's he's what uh was said about ted cruz that really i don't think is true about ted cruz but is true about ron DeSantis because every time ted cruz is do something stupid Oh, but he's brilliant. You know, he went to Harvard. He was, uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz said he was a great student, blah, blah, blah. No, but he's an asshole yeah. to a degree, and he's such an unattractive person. Right. Uh, DeSantis is also that way, but not quite to the degree. He has Ted Cruz to be the model out in front of him that he knows how to not behave quite like such a prick. The policies that he's running with right now in Florida, and obviously everything he's doing in Florida, everything he's doing right now is uh, designed to be uh, rolled out to be used as some kind of model for the country, things that he could say in a campaign, things that he could say, well, we did this in Florida and it would work, blah, blah. You know, every university in the country, every college should be testing and demanding that a survey be taken for every student and every faculty member every year. We need to know the ideologies of these people. We need to know where they're coming from. And, of course, as as you know, you must be truthful on any kind of survey like that. I mean, what what is that all about? Are they going to check your work? Or if you say, just to fuck with them, that you're a, you're a conservative – and then you uh, you show up at the ACLU meeting next. What what have you get kicked out of college? What what, what is it. that all about? It's over. You're done. You're fired. You lied to us on the all important fake thing that I just made up. 
you lied on this fake survey, which means nothing that I just made up, and now you have to be fired. <laughs> Come on. I don't, I don't yeah, know what any of that means. Here. Wait, DeSantis has some support from a guy, of course, who is a fucking asshole at the Heritage Foundation. It's not hard to preserve academic freedom while introducing genuine intellectual diversity to campus. In general, this is by adding voices rather than restricting them. What the oh, hell yeah. did that yeah. No, no, he got it. That guy nailed it. You can't handle the truth. That's your problem right there. But, but, but think about it. The premise here is that, what, 17-year-old, 18-year-old conservatives have nowhere to go. They've been closed out of every university. It's over. And it's if, over. If yeah. just start, right. If we would just start taking these surveys, we could weed out a percentage yes. of the lefties yes. and make some room. And you know what that will be called? Affirmative action. Affirmative <laughs> action by ideology. How about that? Is that the is that the problem? I just made that up right now, but in my sense, it's brilliant. That's Do the Ron DeSantis. Uh, 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 affirmative action by ideology plan for That's Florida great. colleges and universities. There it is. Do the, uh, do the Lindsey Graham story because Lindsey Graham thinks that um, subpoenas are just suggestions, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Lindsey Graham says he is going to fight a subpoena from the special grand jury down there in Fulton County, Georgia, that's uh, investigating. Uh, Donald Trump's plan that he was a part of to uh, overturn the 2020 presidential election. I'm telling you, Trump may get away with lots of shit, lots of places, but it's going to be the local sheriff. It's going to be the, in effect, the the uh, the parking ticket, yeah. comparatively speaking, that's going to get him. And this is it down in Fulton County, Georgia, by a prosecutor named Fanny. I love it. I love, I mean, I remember I had Aunt Fanny. You remember my Aunt Fanny? Aunt Fanny. Aunt Fanny. Um, I have been informed that Senator Graham is neither a subject nor a target of the investigation, just a witness. And remember, when your lawyer has to get a lawyer, or when your senator has to get a lawyer, that's usually not a good sign. They're just no. saying this is all politics, that Fulton County is engaged in some kind of fishing expedition and working listen to this in concert with the january 6th committee in washington how dare they wow. they're not allowed to work with it this is uh remember when lindsey graham and, and i'm not working off the the script here anymore at all the script being a a piece i was reading do you remember and the great thing is this wasn't long ago this wasn't history class this was this was less than two years ago do you remember what Lindsey Graham's excuse was when he got caught calling up. Um, I, I remember. Uh, Brad, do you, do you, see if you uh, remember exactly what he said, because I, I do he remember. Said, he said he's got an interest because they're a neighboring state, I believe was what he, what he said. That That is right. <laughs> they because, share a border. They share a border. Right. That's right. It, for instance, uh, because um, <laughs> the Masters tournament, is played in Augusta, which is in Georgia, but yeah. a lot of people stay on the South Carolina side of sure the line do. for hotels and things like that. These states have uh, a common interest, and so therefore, Lindsey Graham is saying, uh, "I'm in effect a senator from Georgia." So, and by the way, if you were a senator from Georgia, it would still be 
completely inappropriate and wrong for you to call up the secretary of state in your state, which would be Georgia, and tell him to start fucking with the votes and give it to Trump. So that was that was a sign back then, Britt, don't you agree, uh-huh. that he knew he had uh, had his hand in the cookie jar discovered and he was doing something that he should not have done. So it's taken you know, more than a year and a half for this uh, flower to start to bloom here. And, of course, I mentioned flowers just because we're talking about Lindsey Graham. I don't mean anything by it. It doesn't mean a thing. I'm just saying it. Okay, I'm just trying to, to to give some color to the to the story here. All right, dude, uh, we the, it's Pat. We we need to do it's Pat because we do have some breaking sports story that involves the Carolinas. I'm sure your phone is blowing up. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, so uh, Pat Cipollone, yeah, who is definitely definitely a uh, a, a fifth rate mafia lawyer. Oh, he's he's t- he's tits deep in all of this. He he he's the worst. So, and, and one day we'll 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 get the story on on how and why, in these kind of situations, people like him get to quote negotiate what's going to be talked about unquote and how they're going to give their testimony because it's not going to be on TV, it's going to be um, not on television. But Cipollone is going to sit in front of the panel and it will be videotaped. And it will be transcribed. And for the life of me, I've read nine versions of this. And I haven't seen anything then say, which will be available to the public afterwards. Why is that not there? Does that mean we're not going to see it? We're just going to have to listen to to Adam Schiff give his version of what was said. Are we not going to see the trans? We have to see this. That really bothers me. That really, 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 really bothers me. Because if they cave and let this guy talk, and we don't hear his exact words, or we don't read them at minimum, then then they've gotten away with it. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I mean, I don't. I guess technically this is going to be considered complying with the subpoena, um, and and we'll see. I don't know. I don't, have you seen any indication that we're going to read this? Or I don't. Or I have not. It? I have not. I don't know what this guy is going to say. I know that things changed dramatically with uh, Carrie Hutchinson's uh, her her testimony. So I don't. I don't know who's talking, who's Kathy, not, and what's going. Yes, her too. Uh, both both her and both of the Hutchinson her sister, sisters. her twin sister, both yeah. of the sisters, Cassidy. Here's the uh, story from the Carolinas out of the National Football League. The Browns have traded Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers. He is now a Carolina Panther. It was a fifth-round draft pick. It can go to a fourth round if Baker Mayfield plays a lot of football for the Carolina Panthers. And for Baker Mayfield, we do not know if those progressive commercials we love so much will then transfer to him living at Bank of America Stadium or not, Brad. Man, you thought you had a crazy owner before. Welcome to Charlotte, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I, I don't think it's even close. As far as crazy he's owners, up, he's up. No, he's upgraded his ownership. Um, Tepper, you say what you want about Tepper, but he's he's not in the class of crazy. Not so. He's. I think he's just getting rolling as far as his crazy stuff. One of my favorite things in the off season for the Panthers is how South Carolina is crying because they pulled out of that whole thing. They were going to move all of the offices for the Panthers 
down to Rock Hill, South Carolina. The state of South Carolina threw tons of tax money at the Panthers, and then the city of Rock Hill couldn't get their part of it. They couldn't sell the bonds or get the bonds passed in order to, to fund and give tax money away to David Tepper, the billionaire. So they canceled those projects in mid – they were, like, digging stuff out, pouring concrete. All of a sudden, it was like, everybody out of the pool – and they're gone. And the people of South Carolina are just crying. They're singing the blues. People are out of work. They got screwed. These construction people, they need to feed their families. And now it's just been this dreadful thing that the Panthers uh, screwed them over. Why didn't Senator Lindsey Graham get on the phone and <laughs> get, get that fixed? This He's was so a, good. This was an alleged precursor to possibly moving the stadium and the whole kitten caboodle down to South Carolina, and now the oh, whole thing's off. The so now whole the whole thing's off. Brad, they've talked for years about that that site near Carowinds, and as you know, Carowinds strides the North Carolina South Carolina border, and the, and the state of South Carolina was throwing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of tax money at David Tepper. Of course, all that's now gone by the wayside and we feel terrible for the state of south carolina if they weren't able to throw enough tax money at a billionaire to steal the team i mean i feel dreadful about it well Brit, i lose you know, sleep south carolina is a very rich state <laughs> <laughs> they do have some pretty big now maybe companies. maybe if they move it to hilton head well okay. they have some fairly large corporations you may have heard of boeing michelin you may have heard of bmw they have a, a foothold in the state they do okay down there we can't really make fun of them like we used to. Oh, if, if their home office ain't there, then it doesn't matter. You know, they're oh. just they're just using the slave labor in South Carolina to build shit. Oh, the irony! <laughs> mm -hmm.